Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Thank you again for joining me on the drive. I am driving to work. It is Thursday. I think it's May 27th, right? Uh, I believe it's May 27th. Another month almost done. Man, crazy. But we're continuing on, and I was kind of excited to look in, uh, at the scripture this morning from Psalm 119, where we're at. You know, and we're on Psalm 119, 105. Um, and this is episode number 14, and it is season number 30. And I was excited because this one verse, you guys know how it is. You know, one verse has spoken to you in so many different ways throughout the years. It's the same verse, of course, inspired. God breathes from the Lord to your heart. And as our seasons change, the verses really speak to different aspects dynamically to our lives. And it's a good thing. That's that's how God's Word often works, right? It's personal. It, it lifts us up. It speaks to us exactly the way it needs to speak to us. So this one verse really has spoken to me over and over throughout the years, and it really has been a huge, huge blessing to me. Psalm 119, 105, and we'll go through all the verses, but I just want to kind of highlight this, because I know God's highlighted this verse in my heart throughout the years. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I love the vivid picture there. God's word is a lamp to my feet. In other words, as I take steps of faith, God's going to illuminate where I need to go. And this is speaking of short term. In other words, just step by step kind of thing, right? God lights up our next step. And we take that step. Not only is his word a lamp to our feet, but it's a light to our path. And that speaks more of longevity. That's like our, the season we're in. Like you look down, okay, step by step of faith. Take another step forward because you've illuminated where that next step needs to go, needs to be, needs to happen. And then he's a light to our path in that when we look ahead, we say, okay, this is the direction I'm going to go. You know, God's into direction and guiding. You know, he guides us in what direction he wants us to go. So I, I don't know. I, I've just I've rested upon this verse so many times in my Christian life as I'm, especially as I'm going from season to season or from from a job to a different job or from a step of faith to from point A to point B. However you want to say it, you know, it's like this verse has been my comfort through those transitional in between times. You know, and so I love it. I always, I still often go back to it. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It says, I have sworn and confirmed that I keep your righteous judgments. Verse 106. Again, keeping his word. Keeping the main thing, the main thing. Looking into God's word and living God's word out. 
says, I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. You will be afflicted. There's different degrees of affliction. It's relative, if you will, depending on what country and what place that you live in. Here in America, I don't know if we understand the severity of how bad affliction can be. Usually we don't. But still, there's different afflictions that come upon us. There's different things that we go through that we definitely see as affliction. But we don't want to wallow in that or cave in in that place. Revive me, it says according to your word. Psalm 119 verse 108 says, Accept, I pray, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. So really this is about praise and this is about speaking out God's word and seeking the Lord. I mean, there's so much in this little verse, but speak to God. Praise Him. Communicate with Him. He's a God who truly, He is the God who truly wants us to seek Him, to communicate with Him, to talk to Him, to praise Him with our lips, with our mouths, and it's like such a privilege to do so. He says, My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. Like, we have responsibilities as Christians. You know, being a believer doesn't mean we just do nothing, and God does everything. He is the one who gives us purpose. He is the one who empowers us. He is the one who leads us and guides us. Sure, he's sovereign, yes. But that doesn't negate the responsibility of us getting up and taking those steps of faith as God is illuminating our path, Right? We still have responsibilities. We can't shun them or, or push them off onto someone else or neglect them or ignore them. What happens when we ignore our responsibilities from God? If he calls us to do something, he says, hey, I want you to take a step right here, step of faith, okay? And we're like, okay, and then we stand still. That's not going to force us. It's our responsibility to take that step. And now the psalmist acknowledges the wicked. He says, the wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not strayed from your precepts. What's a snare? A snare is a trap. The wicked, they they were trying to trap me. They're trying to trip me up. They're trying to take care of me and take me out. Take care of me by taking me out. You know, it's like, wow. It's not good. The wicked are after me. Every side I look, everywhere I look, everything I do, they're trying to trap me. They're trying to take me out. But you know what I'm going to do? You know what's going to keep me stable through that whole thing? You know what's going to help me? Keeping your precepts. Resting on your promises. Continuing in your word. That's going to help me going to help you. Now, you might not have actual people coming against you, but maybe there's situations, maybe there's something at work, 
Maybe there's your thoughts that are trying to bring you down, that threaten your peace and settle apart from the Lord. The enemy is trying to use all of it to trip you up, to discourage you, right? Keep his precepts. That will help. He says in verse 111, Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Man, again, I love, love, love this. You know I love this? Because the psalmist is not ashamed to say, You know what? I love your word, God. Like, I'm in love with it. It's, it's my delight. I rejoice in it. If you're not rejoicing in the word, if you're not comforted by it, then it's time to get in it more and pray through it as you're reading it. Ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate those verses He wants you to walk in. Get in it and stay in it. And it's like a muscle being exercised. It's going to get stronger and stronger and your heart's going to try. You're going to desire for it more and more. Right? It's kind of like a food that you crave. If you crave, you know, I don't know, ribs. Like you're really just craving a certain kind of rib, and you're just like, oh man, I want that so bad. Or you're craving a cheeseburger. I crave cheeseburgers. <laughs> and you're just like, you're so wanting it. And when you eat it, you're just like, this is great. I'm rejoicing over this. Well, in a very much more spiritual and, and larger way, the Word of God. We can crave the Word of God. It's a good thing. And the more you read it, the more you're into it on a continual, consistent basis, faithfully the more you're going to crave it because you're going to realize all its beautiful and clear benefits. Leading you, guiding you, giving you peace, settling your heart, helping you uh, with spiritual warfare. Like God's word is a weapon that we don't use to hurt other people, but we use to defend ourselves. We use to make sure that we don't give in to uh, temptation. You know, it's just a, it's just a beautiful thing. We can rejoice over God's word. We should rejoice over it. Fall in love with God's word, guys. In the last verse, verse 112, Psalm 119, I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. Is this guy extreme or what? Well, this is an extreme statement. It's, it's, it's kind of reminds me of Daniel. You know, 1-8, where he's like, you know what, I purposed in my heart. I love that. Put your heart in a position to receive the Word of God. Put your heart, in a sense, in a position to soak in the Word of God. Come to the Word of God with a soft heart so as to learn and grow and be teachable, be convicted, be comforted, be spoken to, be led, right? All of those things. You know, put your heart in the position to receive God's truth. I love that. And so, what's the what's the posture of your heart? Where is it at? Is it kind of off in left field? Well, put it in a position to receive what God wants to speak to you. How do you do that? Well, be still pray. Before you open the word, pray as you're reading the word. Pray after you finish reading the word. Journal. Write some things down. See what God has for you and write them down so you remember them. Even if you don't go back to them, at least as you write them down, you're thinking about 
you're thinking these things through. And they're like, Lord, I see what you're saying. It's going to help you. Put your heart in a position to be teachable and to receive God's amazing and beautiful and comforting word. Because it's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It's a lamp to your feet and it's a light to your path. Open it and it will illuminate the road that God has for you, the road of his will, the purpose that he wants to pave for you. Open it and the light will guide you. God's light of his truth, his precepts, his statutes, his judgments, his word of his word. It's an amazing thing. Open the word and let it illuminate your path. And take those steps of faith. We have responsibility. So as he calls you, don't act like you don't hear, but open your ears and eyes to what he's saying to you. Take those steps of faith daily. Amen? God bless you.